to, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kung Fu Super Bros Podcast, the number one podcast for Kung Fu martial arts movies and pop culture. Hey, everybody, what episode is this? Uh, 30, 30, 30 something. Three? 33. 33. Yeah. All right. I'm about to say hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Enrique. Hi. Super producer Stevens. Hello. And remember, my name is Ivan. Hey, Enrique, you watched something this week, man. What'd you watch, bro? Oh. <gasps> We're coming in hot, bro. Flash dance? <laughs> it's flash dance. Hold on, I'm thinking what of a song. Let, let's see if you guys can guess. Bam, bam, bam. Half baked. Um, it's, it's horror. It's horror. Oh. Not horse. You're watching what? Your you're watching what? Movie? The best you watching in Texas? <laughs> horse? <laughs> Is that what you're watching? Not porn. <laughs> Hustle and flow. No, I'm thinking about all the horror movies that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hustle and flow is a quality movie, Nightmare guys. on Elm Street. No. Ooh. No, you saw the um, Jason movie, uh, Friday the 13th. Yes. Ooh. All of them? No, just the first one. Oh, just the first one. Okay, oh. the OG one. I have not watched that in a minute, man. So what'd you think about it? I liked it. Okay. I liked it. I I watched the, the thing on Netflix, um, the movies that made us, and they oh, had an awesome. episode on it. So it, it it intrigued me to watch it. And obviously, I mean, it's a famous oh, movie, right? You so. were a little boo curious. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll wait for you guys at home. <laughs> uh, I, I think they're done laughing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> So anyways, um, yeah, so I went and uh, watched it and I, I liked it. Um, it was good. It holds up, I feel like, decently. I don't, I mean, it's not horrible. I mean, And that's considered a slasher movie, yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. See, I can do those. Those are fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not a like, like jump scares or anything like that. I, again, I think it, uh, many things that I've learned on this podcast, number one, is not horror movies that I don't like. It's, it's devil movies that I don't like. Well, yeah. That's what yeah, I think mine Devils like. and creepy dolls. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Because they got the devil in them. What if I made a, <laughs> what if I made a movie uh -huh. that had a creepy devil doll? <laughs> Am I in it though, bro? <laughs> yes. Man, we got yeah, you're yeah. the final girl. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I've always wanted to be the final girl. Manny, you're the voice of the, yeah, the monster of the devil doll. All right, there you go, Manny. So, so in this movie, uh, what, what year? 1970. Uh, 80. I was going to say it's in the 80s, right? 80? 80? Your right. money's on 80. Super producer Stevens. I'm looking. So, the, so way that, the way that a Barca shoots dice is also the way he does a lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we don't have video. <laughs> Good thing we're not on video. Dude, you're using that move too much, bro. 1980. <laughs> 80. <laughs> Can we tell that story on there? <laughs> Maybe. I, I did an obscene gesture <laughs> to everybody. Uh, Super producer Steve just canceled me. <laughs> oh, what up, JJ? Uh, <laughs> So, anyways, um, nineteen eighty. All right. So, anyways, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was funny because I'm watching the movie in the beginning, and so like you know you they do this thing where they give you the point of view of the killer, right? Walking around and killing kid, the kids at the campsite or whatever. And I'm like legit, like you're worried for the kids. No, no, I'm like legit <laughs> gonna find out who this is. Like I had no idea who this is. So like I'm watching the movie that came out in 1980, and I I made it to this point. And no, oh, spoilers. you never had the spoiler. No. Oh, no. nice. So that was kind of cool that Did I was able to kind of. No. You don't listen to us. <laughs> no, we didn't. We I don't think it. we did. No. Or maybe I did. 
was gonna say, did you didn't you say something? I was just thinking maybe I did say something oh, about I the see. mom. Yeah, someone I've listened to. I think you did say something about the mom. I think I did. Mm-hmm. Again, someone's misogyny peeking through. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> hey, so, uh-huh, uh-huh. But anyways, yeah, that was fun. It was fun watching a movie that's famous, like, I mean, Friday the 13th. You know, it's like a, a thing, right? And that old and to actually go through it and be... Because when I watch, like, for example, when I watch Star Wars, I, I mean, I, you know, I like, I know the... I knew the... The, the Yeah, the... The big story point. Yeah. The Darth Vader being, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. there's kids out there who haven't seen this that are super fans of this. <laughs> well, you know what? Those kids need better parents. <laughs> well, listen, I, I teach the kids. I don't teach the parents. <laughs> so anyways, I, I watched that and I, I was going to watch, uh, I was trying to, I'm trying to watch uh, Halloween, okay. but it's hard to find. You can't find it anywhere. Streaming. You want it in 4K? Got it right here. Yeah. 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 yeah you have to rent that one. Yeah. Or I think it, I think which um service had the. Hall- the Halloween movies Paramount maybe you can find like some of the newer ones newer stuff but like the first the original the one original you can't one wasn't- yeah you gotta rent it no so. it's like they take it off for Halloween yeah yeah nah. that's kind of funny yeah so well, I, um, I eventually money, right? it'll yeah it'll show up somewhere and I'll, I'll watch it so yeah. it's on my it's on my list yeah. right now maybe Shudder if you are what do we, I watched no I rented Halloween 2 the other day mm-hmm. so and you say Shutter's pretty good, right? For horror movies, if you're into Oh, it. yeah. Horror movies, documentaries. Yeah, they got all the big series. stuff, huh? Anything Shutter like, Shutter made, like? Uh, Psycho Gorman. Okay, um, cool. The Creepshow series. Ah, okay. Like the anthology, television mm-hmm. anthology series. Uh, it's got its own little section, so. Okay, I so it's, it's if you're into that, if that's your thing. It's worth it. Well, all these all these streaming services, there's so many now, but they're all doing original content. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's just what's worth it. And what do you like, right? Kind of a thing. Even Tubi. That has some they're, original stuff on there? They're gonna have original stuff on there. Um, two of the guys from the Workaholics. Um, oh, very cool. Blake and um Adam, mm-hmm. they're doing some kind of cartoon original content for Tubi. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah. Seems like that's the way to go. Like a lot of people yeah, are just doing I mean, it, right? Yeah, that's just how you're going to get people to keep watching. So like if I have a devil doll movie? <laughs> with or the, or with a the... movie about a devilish doll? <laughs> I want to movie about the devilish doll, bro. I <laughs> we could possibly do that. Uh, I'm into that, but... Okay, man, so now you, so you like Jason. You're maybe... You're whoa, switch whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Jason's not in no, it. Jason's not in it. No, that's a good point. Friday the 13th. Oh, I did have a question. So, oh, sure. Okay, so it's the mom. Yes. And... Pamela Voorhees. Yes. And so the the at the end, the kid comes off, uh, comes up from the water, gets the girl. Was that a dream or that happened to her? Because then she show they show her in the hospital and she's acting like it happened. But the cops acting like it never happened. Like that kid died years ago mm-hmm. or did it? That's what the, they have a little question mark at the end. Wink. So it's 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 like it's, it's like an it's unknown. Yeah, it's just whatever you want to make. Does it. Uh, Zhang Ziyi die off <laughs> of the bridge? Man, whatever. I hate that it. bitch hit a rock on the way down. <laughs> okay. Yes. But but in the later in the later Friday the Thirteenth movies, is that supposed to be him? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Right. I'm, I mean, you know, I just want things to be like like. Wrapped up with a little bow. No, no, this is not wrapped up because I know it continues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Cinematic into, No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying like, um, I, I just wanted to know exactly like what was going on. It's, it's ambiguous of, and mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, hey, 
this is the way of the, the writers or the director saying, hey, you know what? If this goes if this well, goes somewhere, yeah. maybe we can do gotcha. part two. Yeah. Yeah. They want to leave it as open to be able to do something in case of. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Because they're not planning to make all these sequels. They have no idea if it's going to work or not. But, right? but in the case of Halloween, it's like, you know what? Yeah, maybe there were 10 movies. But guess what? Now that it happened. Let's mm. start a new one. So, yeah, that's a good point. But next uh, next franchise you're jumping over to is Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll catch up with some of these Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. but before I go on with these, I'm gonna I want to watch Halloween and, and watch that. All right. Well, th- uh, speaking of things to watch, Barca Star Wars trailer, a lot of people excited about it. What are we looking at? What's coming out, man? Uh, December Book of Boba Fett, people. Okay, he's so, back. Time wise, timeline wise, for me and I think a lot of people that don't know, where does this fall? This is six to seven years after. Uh, Return of the Jedi. So this is in the Mandalorian continuity. Okay. So it's after that. Mm-hmm. It's after Mandalorian. It's after Mandalorian. After Mandalorian. <laughs> Look how excited he got. Uh, for yes. <laughs> when is Mandalorian? Is how much after six to seven years? <laughs> so after this is Return of the right Jedi after Mandalorian. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Because at the end of season two of the Mandalorian, we see uh, Jabba's palace. Yep. And he shoots Bit Fortuna. He's like, "Hey, no Jabba, no bargain." <laughs> And then he just knocks him down and he sits in his throne. That's right. Yeah. I saw that. People, I I, I just can't. Boba Fett was such a, like, character that people loved with nothing. It was just like a throwaway character, right? Why did it become a thing? Great question. Why I think did it so there can be more things, right? So, like, what can we explore that keeps us in this universe so that we can expand and keep making money and, you know, do more with this? No, no, but, but, but I guess, it was no, more the, I guess the question, maybe I'm, I'm, Why? I'm, I'm I, I, I think I get the question. Okay. Well, okay. So who's the coolest character in, in Star Wars? Lando Calrissian. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Remember, because I, I don't call it episode four. It's Star Wars. So oh, 1977, Star Wars. the coolest you, character yes. in there mm-hmm. is Han Solo. Yes. So you get a character that can best Han Solo and you get introduced to Lando Calrissian in the other one. Yeah. So he he gets away from Calrissian. He gets away from all of them. Oh, yeah, because he does. So, right. And he's got like three lines. Yeah. Right. He's no use to be dead. And vi- but I, look, from what I, I always thought he was cool. Why? Because he visually looks cool. Like yeah. the armor looks cool. The colorways look cool. I know he just gets thrown and gets eaten up right away. But like. He, and he, cool. he was the only one. He was <laughs> that's only, all it takes for me, at least. He was uh, the only one in the whole movie that looked like that, right? Like there was um Oh yeah, yeah. He was the only one. Mm-hmm. He, originally, he was going to be like a like an elite stormtrooper. Okay, almost like an SS. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, even his armor was white, and they said, no, no, no. It's gotta. He's gotta look cooler than that. Yeah. So you have this armor that's beaten to hell, and you're like, yeah. what did you get it? Because everybody else, right? Stormtroopers, pristine. Yeah. Darth Vader, pristine. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what is going on with this? And we're introduced to a whole bunch of weirdo characters, right? You've got Bosk and Forlom and IG-88, all these other bounty hunters. But he's the one that says, oh, you know what? He's going to do something sneaky. Let me hide his trash. Mm. Right? And he's got he's got this ship that looks like a, like an iron. Yeah. It does look like an iron. You're right. Yeah. And he was in episode four? No. He yeah. was. Five. He's in five. He gets introduced in a cartoon that's now on Disney Plus. Before the movie? Before. Yes. For the holiday special. Oh. And so kids saw this character in December Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, in that one, he meets Han Solo. He meets the whole crew. They get separated and he pretends to be someone that's going to help, but he's actually tracking down Han Solo. Ah, so kids get to see this even before the movie comes out. Yeah. 
Then the movie comes out. He's already cool. Like I could see that as a little kid being like, oh, that's that. Like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Second thing, the toys, they're like, hey, yep. if you send us, you know, four to six proof yeah. of purchases, we will send you a rocket firing Boba Fett. Yep. Before the movie comes out. And then um, Hasbro or Kenner used to do these things. Like, hey, we've got this other character that you can only get if you order them through us. And here it is. Oh, so, dude, that's. <laughs> That would have been cool. The, no, that one's so hard to find because kids were choking on the little rocket. No, well, here's the thing. So that's, again, that's an urban legend. <laughs> Is it? Then why did you why? and your urban legends, hey, bro? bro. I, that's where I get no. my stuff from. The uh, urbans. They were going to make, the, he was going to be rocket firing. They have prototypes. These prototypes have gone out and he, they are extremely rare. Super expensive. You could probably buy a house yeah. with this figure. Um, some people have two. That's how crazy it is. However, uh, a knockoff series battle. So Galactica had a toy, an Imperial Viper, that had a missile. Now, supposedly this kid actually choked on that missile. And thanks to that, not the kid, but thanks to um, parents and parents. Pull it back. They're like, hey, you know what? Anything that, so if you notice any missile that you get with your kid's toys, they are pretty large. They have to be a certain size so it doesn't go down, get stuck in the esophagus. (laughs) I just chuckled, bro. All right. <laughs> God damn. So that is where the urban legend comes from mm. because kids never got a rocket firing Boba Fett. It was already glued in. It was stuck. You couldn't take it out. Yes. Yeah. And it's 1979, 80. And they're like, well, I heard my my cousin Manny, he works and he said that Boba Fett and he fired. So it just became this legend yeah. amongst kids, amongst collectors. Those comic book men lied to me, bro. Because that's what they said on that show. That's where I heard that. <laughs> Sorry, but Walt Flanagan lies a lot. <laughs> but um, no, yeah. And it's it's like you said, it was crazy because they, they were talking about how much that thing was valued at. And yeah. I was just like, yo. And especially right now with, again, collectibles going crazy that we've talked about before. I can only imagine the price of some of those things. I can. And they're like, oh, I got this toy. What about Have you ever seen one of these things? Uh, I've never seen. No, I have not. I have. Because you, you you hit up a lot of spots, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe you came across No, I've them. seen other prototypes. Like, wrestling prototypes and Star Wars prototypes. Like, they, they make them out of... They're, like, testing the plastics. Yeah. So, we get these funky colored Darth yeah. Vader's and all these figures. I've never seen an original. Um, I can, though, because I, I want to go... Um, there is a the world's largest Star Wars collection Ooh. up north... It's called Rancho Obi-Wan and <laughs> Steven Sansweet, who worked for Lucasfilm, basically he gets one of everything. Oh, wow. And and not, not just toys, but one of everything Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So go to the store right now, even go to the supermarket and you're going to find Star Wars stuff there. That's how much merchandise there is. Mm-hmm. So he has, he has two and one of them, I guess his friend had stolen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. That's pretty awesome. So back to the book of Boba Fett uh-huh. takes place after the Mandalorian season two. Okay. Uh, people were saying, oh, this is going to be the new Mandalorian. Like it would take over because he is a Mandalorian mm-hmm. or is he mm. right? He was a foundling like uh, Din Djarin. But I'm super excited because it looks like he's he's um, he's Michael Corleone. Right. Yep. He's sitting at the table. All <laughs> right. What's up? You mm-hmm. were you used to work for Jabba. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what if we just kill you? And then right. His lieutenant comes in and says, hey, yeah, he would feed you to his animals. He'd feed you to his menagerie. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and he's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Speak. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Kind of like it's a little different now that I'm in charge. Yeah. yeah. That looks cool. So I'm excited to see what other characters come out. One of my kids is like, hey, whatever happened to Bosk? I said, I don't know. 
let's find out. So we went to the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. What you do there? Uh, and we saw that he retired. So maybe he can come out. Maybe some of the other bounty hunters can show up. Oh, God, Wayne. Um, now, you had asked me before the show started, hey, I heard Darth Maul. Yeah. Well, technically, no, he like in... If this is canon and gotcha. they haven't rewritten other stuff or made it so the character mm-hmm. can come back. Oh, yeah. because Obi-Wan Kenobi battles yeah. Darth Maul. Now, guess what they are filming right now in England? Oh. An Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Okay. That also stars, will we'll somehow have Anakin Skywalker. And maybe in that he goes to the desert planet and we get to see the live action Darth Maul. With the robot legs? With No, at this point, he don't, I don't think he has robot legs. Gotcha. Okay. Because he keeps evolving, right? So yeah. The character that we saw at the end of Solo mm-hmm. would appear in this series. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I personally was not a fan of episode one. Two was all right. Three was all right. But I did. I like me some Darth Maul, man. I just thought he looked, once again, he looked cool. And he, and he, <laughs> was, in, he was in three. He's in one. He introduced right. on one. Yeah. No, he, he just, the, he, he gets spoilers. I know. The, the best part of that movie, they freaking kill him. Like in the first one. And that's and, what they did to Boba Fett. Yeah, that's a good point. And and there's a lot of Darth Maul out there that people mm-hmm. like, whatever. He's a double-sided lightsaber. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Ray Parker Jr., right? Am I saying that Yes. Right? He, yeah. he was like, he was busting makes me feel good. <laughs> no, what is it? Ray. Ray Park. Thank you. Um, who That man can do like, he just looks badass when he fights, man. So um, it's just cool. Visually cool with the horns on him. The red and black look dope. Like, so it'd be kind of cool to see if he's able to come back. But um, that's pretty cool, man. Um, that was pretty cool. I got to tell you, um, saw some, I'm getting excited, man. Saw some more clips on this whole Rocky Four thing. You know, that's you know, I'm like, dude. <laughs> oh. dude, did you know that Dolph Lander put, and I think we talked about, you talked about this before. He put freaking Sir Stallone in the hospital. Yeah, because it hit me. No, 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 no. Oh, just that, training, training. I heard that's an urban legend. So they were filming that. <laughs> <laughs> they were filming the actual fight scenes, which is funny. Rocky's on it. It's like, he's like, I don't think there'll be a better like boxing fight scene ever. And I'm just like, all right. But he's like, I'm, that's how confident I am. But anyways, he said that that they would actually land punches every once in a while. Um, and that in one of them, he hit him in the chest and he was like, oh, I'm good, you know, whatever. Then he goes home and his blood pressure is like at 260. And he's like, what the fuck? And then they have, they like, literally he goes, I, I like, it's like, I fell asleep. I wake up and I, there's nuns above me. Cause he's like at St. John, they had to like fly him at a low altitude, air, like flight to St. John's hospital. And they were like, dude, it's basically what happened is your chest touched your heart. Like, oh, wow. I don't know what the name, that's, there's a name for something. And dude, this was off of Dolph Lundgren, like, Cause the egos, the thing is we would throw punches and we needed, we wanted to make sure it like you barely missed or whatever. And sometimes you didn't. Um, There's a great video of when uh, on Creed, when they um, uh, Michael B. Jordan actually took a punch and it's crazy. Like, it's like, like if you see this guys, it's, it's insane. Cause when it lands, Michael B. Jordan's out. Like it's crazy. Right. And they purposely did that. Right. They were like, you need to learn how to take a punch. Like you need to see what it feels like and so forth. But, um, yeah, so they just talked about it. So I guess, but Dolph Lundgren's like a multi black belt, some kind of practice, some kind of karate. Super, super Duke Stevens, like he's some legit. I was looking artist. up your story, sorry. Oh, such and um, but no, there's been a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Salone talks about how he wouldn't have killed Apollo Creed if he did this movie now. He said that he he just oh he, really yeah he says that he did not have enough faith in himself as a move as a director as a storyteller at that point to where he felt he needed to go that hard to propel the story forward. He's like. What happens if Creed's next to me in a wheelchair? What happens if Creed becomes my Mickey? What happens? I'm like, oh, that would have been kind of dope. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like he now takes over, like, because he kind of did that in part three anyways. Right. And when he when he trains him to fight Clubber Lang, like what if that story continues or whatever? And he says that just he was young. He wasn't like 
assured himself as a storyteller and he thought he needed to do something that drastic where he goes like now he goes i would have never done it he goes but then five doesn't get made the same way which wouldn't have been a bad thing <laughs> but six might have not been the same which i personally think six is heartbreakingly beautiful but he goes then what happens in the creed storyline he goes you never know how that ends up being a thing or not a thing but um there's been some really cool like just them behind the scenes stuff and a lot of it seems like because you guys said it was 40 minutes extra yeah right a lot of it seems to be also just the way the fight is choreographed too mm-hmm. i guess they have tons of like uh, fight. a fight and like he's like there's one where he says like they throw a hook that's right across the middle but then when it lands on his face it comes from the bottom and that always annoyed him like that doesn't make any sense if i threw the hook like this it would have to hit side so they fix that so they'll show you the old one and the new one and you're like oh dude if you're not paying you a lot of people won't even know no, that there's that is different or whatever, right? Just the way the camera wrapped around on one thing, he yeah. said he didn't like it because it didn't look real or whatever. So, um, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was it was pretty interesting. He says that the thing he he dislikes the most from boxing movies when they show these fights. Oh, I thought about his movie was that little kid. <laughs> That's what I think everybody else dislikes about. I was like, <sighs> anyways, um, is uh, he says that the fighters when they fight each other have the same style. And he 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 thought in with him it was always like we have to the two fighters have to always be drastically different so you can tell oh Dolph Lundgren is this type of fighter Paulo Creed is a dancer and we're gonna see that happen Clubber Lang is a he's a wrecking ball or whatever and this and all that um, yeah some he's been some really cool stuff a lot more um, he says that he hurried too much of the emotional scenes you can't win and it was like a quick fade away from that where now he like he's like dude like I'll, i have to let the emotion be there i'm kind of glad yeah you know what i need more right. talia shire did you like her <laughs> really dude, i don't know she holds a place in my heart bro because she's in the godfather and rocky like, like, like yeah I, li- can, I like her you can rocky. do no wrong bro. <laughs> like, for me you can do no wrong bro so this is this is a one day thing when is this i know we mentioned november the last 11th thing. do we november have a fathom, fathom movie theater here we do it yeah, shows it's at, regal. Uh, regal regal okay. the one uh, so just a little Pacific bit theaters, <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, he had so he went into the military after high school and that's where he got introduced Dolphin. yes okay. to to martial arts so um he was awarded his third degree black belt by the world karate organization in tokyo he was captain of the swedish national karate team he was champion of the swedish european and australian heavyweight division titles um he regularly performs karate exhibitions and international tournaments worldwide in addition he was selected by the u.s olympic committee to serve as a team leader of the 96 U.S. Olympic pentathlon team during oh, the Atlanta Games. I thought he was a homie from Best of Best. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he, he's the, the one where they ski and then they shoot. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's like, he was like, he was like team captain or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, so he's he's done a lot. He's done a lot. And it's funny because... Story checks out. <laughs> uh, this came up in a podcast I listened to this morning. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the Rocky movie. Mm-hmm. and uh, But he was... Um, Ralph Garman is who I was listening to. And uh, he talked about how a friend of his used to work at hotels in in Hollywood where people would stay and stuff. So Dolph Lundgren was staying there. And um, one of his female friends that worked at the hotel, he would specifically call like call down and ask for a female person to bring up his dinner or whatever. And then he would answer the door. Yeah, he would answer the door nude and have an erection and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, what? And that hey, was, look, it's the eighties, <laughs> y'all. It's a different time. Cocaine's flowing. This was last week, <laughs> sir. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, bro. So I was like, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> oh, jeez, guys. I know. He was like, hey, you see Rocky Four? <laughs> 
You ready to see Rocky Nine? <laughs> Craziness. But no, man, I'm, I'm, it looks really cool, man. Um, it's it's those little clips. Uh, they're available on YouTube, guys. IGN puts a lot of them out. And it's just Rocky talking about the movie. And it's been pretty, pretty cool, man, just to hear him. He really gets into it. Like, like it's his thing, right? So he really, really gets into it. But um, it's been interesting. To, I, I thought about that. It's like, what happened if he didn't kill Creed? Like, what do you, I mean, you think you would, I mean, it would have been the story, right? So you, we, we, we would be in, but I kind of like that, how things played out. Because it does add that extra, like, dramatic, you know. I like the, I, I really enjoy three. Oh, I told you, three is my favorite of the Rocky series. And some of my favorite stuff is him training Rocky, like, like, you know, and that, that scene on the beach, they're like, what are you afraid of? You know, like whatever, like, it, it's, okay, yeah, yeah it's, they were good. They were good yeah. together, like on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. Exactly. So what, I don't know. So well, it would have been, I mean, yeah, it would have been great. It would have been great to have them together for the mm-hmm. whole time and then see him, him be the trainer later and you know, whatever, but then you wouldn't have. You wouldn't I have Creed. Hated Ivan Drago. I remember when I was a little kid yeah. watching oh. this movie. He's like, he killed Apollo Creed, bro. Like, yeah. you know, so like, but that's like, I mean, how, I wonder how adults thought about this movie when they came out. I was like, really? Like, I don't know. Because, but as a little kid, I was like, oh, how dare you, bro? You you killed, you killed, you killed Apollo. That's his best friend, bro. Like, you know, so it worked that way, I guess. Yeah. And I say we wouldn't have Creed, but we would have Creed. I mean, that could still you, make that work. Something different. It's an estranged. Well, it was. It was an estranged like child, right? So even if he's alive, it still works. Because mm-hmm. what if Creed tries to train him? Mm-hmm. Like I could have been a whole cool dynamic too. Yeah, yeah. That would have been good either yeah. way. Yeah. So it's just it's been really cool. Check that out, guys. If you're a Rocky fan, um, yeah, we we talked about the story. I think Stallone kind of gets made fun of a lot, but like I don't know, dude. I like his stuff, man. I mean, we talked about Rambo. Enrique saw that. Like it's that one's good, dude. It works. So you know, just. Keep watching that stuff out there. Uh, quickly, Abarka, you 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 are the person I go to with these things. Morpheus, did I do it right? Nope. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> Morpheus. Morpheus, young Morpheus. We think is back in the Not new Matrix. Guy. The vampire, damn it. So Morbius. Michael Morpheus. Okay, what is, uh, what what's that the about? The living vampire. What am I looking at? Um, Michael Morpheus was a Spider-Man villain. Um, he became an anti-hero. Uh, so he's hanging out with the Ghost Rider. He's hanging out with Punisher. He's hanging out with Blade. Um, and essentially he has, is it pseudo vampirism? <laughs> what is, what does that it mean? Was su- it was pseudo vampirism. Yeah. Oh, oh, in your face, son. What uh, does that mean though? No, but what does it mean? He then? gets this fake, he gets this rare disease where it's very vampiric, but it's not necessarily that it came from Count Dracula. Uh, and so his thing is that he's trying to cure himself. He's not an actual vampire. He's an actual like vampire. But at the same time, he enjoys helping people or the, the later rewrites. So it, the character really depends on who's writing him. Like he's got, anything else. He's got a kind of a cool look. In the comics, he basically has... Uh, he To me, he dre- always dressed like Ozzy Osbourne in like tight, <laughs> tight spandex with like an open collar. And then he had a uh, little... He had like a little... And that look like a pimp. <laughs> and this red open collar. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Apple has to wear sunblock everywhere he goes. Because <laughs> his skin tone is white. Not Caucasian, white. white. Now, does he have, like, you know, we have the Daywalker with Blade. Does he have the, the does he have the, I mean, obviously he needs blood. Or what, what, what does he have? I'm sorry, I, don't, I shouldn't say obviously. He's a pseudo vampire, so what the hell does that mean? He drinks fake blood. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, he. Uh, so I, I have not delved into this character. He was just a character that would show up in whatever comics I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venom. Books so it wasn't or, like his story you were checking out or anything. Yeah. Like okay. I remember him more as. As um, oh, that's a cool picture right there. A, uh, Super producer Steven's showing us some some artwork yeah. there. That looks pretty. It's good. It's just a, a you know the villain of the week for Spider Man. Um, he was in the cartoon series when we were kids. So okay, so and and, and in this video clip we get a shot of. So we the, see what we're referring to is the new trailer for Morbius. Thank you. We see Morbius that, being played by Jared Leto. Yeah. Yes, yep. which a bark is not a fan of. I, you know what he is it because he ruined the Joker for you? No, se pasa like it's. Like, I feel like he goes too hard. Like, you can just show up and act, dude. He does the uh, Joaquin Phoenix thing? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm in Method. And, yeah. and then he starts, like... What's the other guy that did Lincoln, huh? He does that, too? Yeah, um, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. But the, the rumor was that during during the filming of Suicide Squad, that he was sending um, condoms, like, used condoms to Margot Robbie. Well, and dead, dead, and animals, dead animals and things. But then we, because like, he's a joker? Yeah. But, yeah, but then it turns out that He's that's him just making up stuff. <laughs> he's not the Joker. It's just him. no, 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 no. But to, to the press, he's like, oh, and like they created the story to be like, oh, he's so badass. He's so he's so whimsical. Uh-huh. And, and it was all bullshit. And, and he made it all up. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Like it, it's just him putting these stories out. Um, I will tell you that Sex and Candy told us a lot of things, guys. Um, look, I like the Jello's group. Did I just fuck that up? No, it's, it's Thirty <laughs> Seconds of Mars. Damn it! I, <laughs> I was like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I've seen them in concert. I've seen them. Yeah, with okay. Have you really? Yeah, I like their music. They're he's, good. Like the, it's a he, good show. He's like you know, very emo. Like I'm so yeah, skinny. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look at my greasy hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did any start a cult? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's uh, allegedly allegedly sprinkle that everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well. You can pay him a lot of money to go hang out in this retreat island thing. All right, man. Fuck. This. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. They, I've seen videos and of him. And he dresses up as Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's okay. got a big white toga. He's All got the right. long hair and the beard. Right. And mysteriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. There's now uh, Super Producer Stevens is showing pictures of him. He's like leading his flock. Uh, yo, B. Like, like, yeah. he, like it's Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking Christ at some bullshit, Superstar. dog. Superstar. Like, People pay to go to this place. Oh, and there's wait, tears. Wait, okay. I, I, look, I'm not going to say nothing, y'all. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. We're on a podcast, so you have to Super, say something. So, okay, well, I'm going to say nothing without, I'm gonna say something without saying nothing. Super Producer Stevens, do any of those people in that picture look oh, no. like me no they all look like me okay that's all we're gonna say well, that's they all look all like skinny versions of me but yeah <laughs> that's all we gonna say <laughs> no until because <laughs> dude i'm so hold tired on let me look really bro. close is there look really close i went yeah, no there's one there's one in there that fool's like fourth fifth generation though dog. yeah he, like, he forgot he latinos forgot. for latinos for leto <laughs> he has a shirt and he's wearing a hat i don't know why <laughs> oh yeah here's a picture <laughs> Enrique, you have a closer view to this, do I? Does <laughs> no. anybody it's, look like me? There's not a lot of color that in there. That picture even has a brown filter on it. And those <laughs> still don't, don't look, look like, like me. Um, and there's not a lot of color in their clothes. It's all white. They're all wearing white. So they look like the polyphonic spree, if you remember them from the from the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, no, here's the crazy part. So you pay them to there stay on like, this, like, uh, uh, out in the desert kind of thing in, like, and so the more money you pay, the better your facilities get. You're like, oh, we're we're bunking with somebody else. I paid you seven hundred dollars to stay two days 
with how some other quick do the orgies happen though? Is it like first instantly? Night. I mean, okay, first I was night. wondering. Well, okay. it depends on how hot you are and how much money you pay. Because <laughs> okay. if you do the super VIP deluxe, well, you have to call them because the price isn't on that. They don't even I give you the hand skis. I was just like, because I told Super Well, didn't we watch a video on it or something too? Like, <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> no, I think call- like we watched, the, or did I watch T- that? Tell I me you called something. and got pricing. What's the pricing breakdown pricing. here? No, they said, what is your name? And they're like, no, thank you. That's true. That's that sounds true. too ethnic. <laughs> they're like, so the platinum package, um, you know, you get to actually drink some blood. And uh, when we burn, when we burn the efficacy of an owl, you get to actually jump in. Like, it's, it's literally, how is this legal? Because <laughs> he's, He's not forcing anybody to be there. They're paying him. Yeah. It's like the, when we talk about the Halloween thing where they kidnap you. I don't. You oh, paid them. That's a good point. So I love me some religious cult documentaries, guys. As you can probably tell from my love of uh, To Catch Predator, it's kind of in that same vein. And HBO released one recently where this lady um, ran a cultish kind of thing that revolved around weight loss. And if you go to HBO Max, guys, you can't miss it because her hair, the, it's funny, the crazier oh, she Oh, is that got, what that is? The bigger her hair got, like the front of it, like the quaff of it. So when she was full blown crazy, that thing was like, like it looked like March Simpson style almost. Um, HBO Max, I'm forgetting the name of it, Super Producer Stevens. If you can, do you have, I have HBO Max in mind thing of it, you can look for it. But anyways, it was all about like how Jesus made you lose weight. It was. But is it, so it's a religious cult around weight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it like it was really cool because it seems like when they started filming this, a plane crash happens with her in it. Gwen Shamblin Lara. Yes, that is her. The way down. Yes, the way down. Yes. And like, I think when they started filming this, so we were just filming it to film this. I shouldn't call it allegedly cold. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly sprinkling it. But no, no um, one listens to this, bro. You're fine. <laughs> I'm just, hey, I got those allegedies but, out there. Wow, so she was, was about to pick up and then you're over here. <laughs> so, so she was in a plane crash? Oh, that happened. Goodness. Look at her hair. Look at her hair, Super Stevens. <laughs> oh, she's got, she got, that's when she full blown crazy. She, uh, um, that's a thank good, you, like Martha. four Paint inches off her head. Okay, so <laughs> if you, if you remember, um, the guy who oh, was no, sentenced to prison, uh-huh. the Ronnie, uh, Ron Spector. Yes. No, you know what I was thinking? Something about Mary. <laughs> yeah. When he used, when she uses his, uh, kind for Jill. Except it's all over. <laughs> no, Ew. this seems like, this I'm seems like the lady was something. wearing a wig and then she put another, like, oh, you, she put Miss Yvonne's wig on her. On her wig. <laughs> but I think they were filming this to, to, to figure, to find out the craziness of it. And then there's a play crash where she dies. So oh like, I, I, it's a really good watch, guys. Season one was really cool. So she died in a plane crash. Yeah, it tells you right at the beginning, so I'm not spoiling anything. Right. But the end of season one doesn't even get to the plane crash yet. Now we got some more stuff coming. Oh, right. There's a whole like history of her yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's, pretty, that wasn't oh, just her. You can go to the website right now. That wasn't oh, just her. Her. What her if we this thing? And let's see, let's see how much pounds we lose. <laughs> we I mean, win. We win day one, bro. <laughs> We go way down, <laughs> like into it. But no, you can go to her website. It's still up. I I heard that the weight actually just goes into your hair. So <laughs> that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, man. But it, it it's it's funny. These ah, there's some there's some good cult documentaries out there and stuff like that. They, they always blow my mind, man. It's crazy. But yeah, that's a good one, guys. The way down. If you want to check it out, HBO Max. Um, check it out. But so okay, last question, Barco. Michael this, Morbius. Michael Morbius. Sorry. Somehow now he's going to connect to the MCU. That's Michael. Thank you. Uh, is Deadpool going to connect? Is Venom going to connect? Venom. Venom from the the little stinger at the end of uh, Let There Be Carnage 
Venom is now in the MCU. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, you know what? I think it would be cool if in the new Spider-Man movie, at the end of it, the singer is Venom arriving in New York. He's in Times Square. And that's all. You, he's like, we're here. And that's how the movie ends. Mm, okay. But I don't like I'm not writing a better movie for them. Mm-hmm. Um, this to me, it seems like so this movie has been done for a while and they're just holding it. So I, I don't know if they were waiting to see the reaction of Venom 2 and what. Feige, how Feige was going to integrate Venom into... Feige's just out there cussing right now. You know, he's like, motherfucker. Now I got to put this one in there? I got to put this in this too. This plan's been in cake like for 20 years, man. You like, don't think they consult with him they have. once or twice? Oh, no, they have. They oh. From a book that came out, a Marvel book, it says that um, they were going to make an amazing Spider-Man part three. And Kevin Feige's like, yeah, how about we don't do that story? And instead... You let us, you hire us to make your movie. So Sony, you can still own the ride, blah, blah, blah. You're just hiring us to, uh, our production company to make this movie. And she's like, I'm listening. And this uh, Alonzo, mm. the, the president there. And, and he pitches what becomes the first Spider-Man movie. Mm. And she's like, suppose she's like crying. She's like, that actually makes sense. Better than our bullshit. Mm. And that's how we get the new Homecoming. Spider-Man. Coming. Um, which, which is too, awesome. too bad they didn't tell Andrew Garfield. He's like, yeah, we're not making your movie anymore. No. Wah, wah. <laughs> and he was also bad mouthing it because there's a lot of, it's too many cooks in the kitchen when it comes to these movies. When it comes to any movie, right? Mm. But for in this case, they just, it seems like they didn't know where to go with it. Mm. Okay. Um, so Michael Morbius, uh, the only two cool things that are in there is that there's a picture of Spider-Man, but it is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Mm. So if this is the case, does that mean that um, the multiverse occurred, or the the the, mm-hmm. the rip? And so now we are getting the universe's blending. And at the end of it, we see uh, Michael Keaton's character, yeah. uh, Adrian Toomes, the vulture, kind of a, in a prison, shouting out um, Michael Morbius. Mm. So it's starting to connect. All of these things are going to connect. Deadpool 3 is occurring. Uh, They want to keep it R. Yay. Uh, So I wonder if it'll release under the Fox banner and not Disney banner. Yeah. Just so they can have it be rated R still. So it doesn't look bad on Disney in any way, shape, or form. Interesting. A lot of stuff out there, guys. It's really, really cool. It kind of makes me think I have to go back and watch those Venom movies, though, because I haven't even done that yet. Are they going to connect somehow? I think you're good. Well, because I know the character, right? I mean, it's not like I don't know the character from the comics, so, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just there's so much. There's so, so much. That's why we always, hey, that's what's good about this podcast. We can talk about all the things we watch. Yep. But sometimes you just got to be fearless and go for it, guys. <laughs> we'll be back after this break. From the producers of Hero and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Jet Li in his final martial arts epic. That was fearless, guys. Hey, Barker. 
Damn it, I wasn't ready for my thing. God, dude, you see, I, you see I'm always ready. <laughs> hey, Barker. Uh, and we're back. All right, and that was Fearless, guys. Hey, Barker. Hit him with the back of the box. Hey, guys. Fearless 2016. After a terrible tragedy, a martial artist retreats to a remote village to gain a new appreciation for the important things in life. But when he returns to the city to reconcile his past with the present, he gets caught up in a duel to the death defending China's honor. This movie is directed by Ronnie Yu. It stars mm. Jet Li as Wo Jungwa. I'm sorry if I butchered it. Uh, Lee Sun as Moon. Young Dong as Young Jingsun, uh, Yung Kyu as Grandma, and a whole bunch of other fighters that you don't know from other movies. Uh, but that big guy, he was in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, uh, Nathan Jones? Yes. Hercules O'Brien? Yeah. Um, Enrique, what'd you think of this movie? I fucking love this movie. Yes! Because <laughs> we were about to fucking fight in a circle ring if you said, if you said anything different, fool. On a raised Yeah, on a raised ring? circle ring, yes. Yeah, Platform. I mean, we we get a badass fucking fight film two minutes into the fucking movie. Two yeah. minutes, motherfucker! It wasn't even two minutes. It was like I twenty love. seconds, bro. Was it two? What was the first two minutes? It was title card. History. Oh, okay. I'm History. Not that. <laughs> I'm not counting that. But okay, got you. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, yes. Two yeah. Minutes. Uh-huh. And all the dude, and then like, so as soon as this first fight scene happens, I'm like, is this this is this is what's gonna this is what this movie's gonna be? So huh? I, I am I gonna is my heart gonna be able to handle this because so I punched her in the pussy like he did that's what this movie did right like it gave you like the end at the beginning and then it brought it back at the end or whatever huh yeah it's so funny this movie reminds me so much like just the scenery and uh locate like locations it reminds me of so many other movies that we've seen so far but it's also. It's also very unique and like in the fighting, like the fighting scenes, the way they're shot, the way they're cut up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pointing at you because I, I, yeah. I wanted to talk to Mark about that. If that was Ronnie Yu's horror influence in any way, shape or form, because I felt like some of the fight scenes were very dark. Not not in a bad way. Yeah. Like it felt evil. Well, so even even sense. even in even in between fights, when certain moves like are happening, the way they cut the scene Gives it the like the like the super, superhero feel to the mm. fighters, kind of, mm-hmm. and it's just the way, that, and you can tell it's just the way they cut the scene. Um, but yeah, dude, it, yeah, I, I I like this movie. It's it's uh, I don't know. I mean, we can get into it because um, uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm dreading time. I'm dreading the top ten list. Okay. For, right. I mean, first of all, I like welcome back to the top ten list. Yo, um, yeah, I'm, I'll be surprised if all three of us don't have it in the top ten list. We haven't we haven't been here in a while. It's yeah, true. It's true. All right, guys, I love this movie. Um, so I'm there, right there with you. Um, how long was this of a running time? Does anybody have that on? One forty something. Okay, forty one. One forty one. I feel like so much happened in one forty one. Yeah, it, 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 like they tell his story. In 141, and I think it's, and I don't feel like any time was wasted. It was really cool. I really like that about that. So, just to give you guys an idea, um, what Enrique is talking about, at, right at the beginning, we get a little like a few like again title cards and a few little things. Of what's going on, right? And then boom, Jet Li is fighting. He fights three of four opponent. No, yes, three or four opponents right at the beginning. That they're masters of their whatever they use. You know, be it a sword. Um, whatever it may be. And those fight, fight scenes are awesome. Um, they're really, really good. N- not some of the best in there, but they're good because uh, Jet Li's pretty badass. Like, 
<laughs> he's so good in this movie. Yeah, like the guys he's fighting in these scenes aren't they? They don't look well. They're different, right? They're not like what we used to seeing in martial mm-hmm. arts movies. Um, uh, Barca, if you want to kind of describe the fighters in the beginning, but they're all they don't look. They're like they're just dressed in like regular uniforms. Well, it's like the French guy who's a master of fencing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the like that's what I took it, and I could be wrong if he's French or not, but that's what I, I think he's Spanish. Oh, because I thought the colors were blue, so I mean, you know, I just yeah. attach that to whatever. But yeah, we had a we had like a fencer. He's a there's um where is it the Spanish swordsman, mm-hmm. an English boxer, mm-hmm. a Belgian fighter, and Tanaka. Yeah, there's three, and then Tanaka. Tanaka. Oh yeah, and then and Tanaka. Tanaka. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So we get that right off the top. And then it just kind of like goes all the way back to the beginning of this kid's story. Him being a kid. Him being a kid. Right. And I love that. I love that we get to see how badass he is. And now we're going to find out why. Right. And it's really interesting because we find out that his dad was a badass, but his dad did not want him to have anything to do with fighting. It was all about calligraphy, about his education, his studies. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's interesting because I, I love boxing and I always watch those like behind the scenes stuff and, you know, they'll show their families and like, it's like every single boxer says the same thing. It's like, I don't want my kid to be a boxer. <laughs> like, like yeah. I don't like, I want him to be a doctor. I want him to be this. So, so I wonder if it's that same thought. Process. Well, so the dad, I think the dad, although he was a badass, he saw the danger in being that good because that, because the, the norm in that, in that, in that fighting scene was, and we saw it throughout the movie is you sign your life away. Yeah. And so he didn't want his son to be mm-hmm. a part of that. So he was just trying to just keep him completely out. And I think that's any fighter though, right? I mean, I know you're not signing that when you're a boxer, but you But I die. think this is different. Well, well yeah. yeah, but this is different when you're actually yeah. fighting to, to the, the death. death. Yeah, possibly. Because I thought you had to, but you didn't have to. You didn't have to. But you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we get that great scene where um, he's a little kid. He's there seeing his dad. The, he's fighting somebody else. That kids that like both little kids are there watching it, right? And of course, you know they're they're um, my they're dad's kids. gonna win. My dad's gonna win. They're kids, right? And um, Jet Li's dad wins, but he notices kids there, and he doesn't throw that final punch, which comes back so many times. Um, I don't know if he would have thrown that punch whether he, he was there the or not. I don't but think he would have because he didn't believe in that exactly. But he makes eye contact eye contact with Jet Li. Yeah. What I'm saying is he could have at least knocked them out of the ring, I think. I'm not oh. saying he would have killed them. Right. Yeah. But it's like when he makes eye contact with yeah. Jelly, yeah. he stops the punch. Yeah. Because he loses the fight. Exactly. Yeah. But because he gets knocked off the mm-hmm. thing, but he would he would have won. Yeah, he would have won, won the That's fight, but he wouldn't have no, killed I'm not saying yeah. he would have killed him. No, yeah. no, no. I, I think he would have won the fight. Yeah. And then boom, he gets knocked out, knocked out of the ring. And of course, now they're making fun of Jelly. Um, <laughs> great little scene where Jelly's like, let's go, bro. He gets on the ring and he gets a shit beat out of him, right? And then we get to meet, and I don't know if it was right at that point or before we get to meet his best friend, right? Like the guy that's gonna have his back from day one, right? Which again, it was it was so cool how quick like these, like these, mm-hmm. these like you know, we oh, that's Jensen. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's his homie from way back, like mm-hmm. you know, who used to do all his studies. So he could practice. And and it's great to, again, martial arts movies do. I, I love when they do this. He just starts hitting that. Oh, because he sees his, he sees his dad hit that brick mm-hmm. at the very, very beginning. So I forgot about that. That was such a cool scene. And he like lifts a towel off of it or whatever. He's like, what happened? And then it just breaks. Right. And he's like, whoa. And then so all this happens. His dad loses, you know, and then he's so angry that he starts training. And, and he's just as a little kid starts hitting that brick. Bah, bah. And then we're done with this. Like his his story as a kid, right? Like super fast, super origin story. But it was good. It was good. His origin story. Thank you. And then now he's older, 
But we get to see his daughter right away, who is like the cutest thing ever. Yeah, she's very cute. Holy crap, this kid, man. I was like, oh, my God, this kid's so yeah, cute. I was, I, at that point, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, right? And it went there. Where, where are the Kleenex? Dude, <laughs> it went there, bro. I, I, had, for, I rem- Right when I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because I remember how hard it went. Yeah. You know? So then. <clears throat> We're not right there at, yet, but yeah, yeah, it goes there. Right at the beginning, we see how much Jet Li loves this kid. Like, you know, we get we find out that the mom passed away. The grandma's like, dude, you spoil him too, spoil, um, him too much. Oh, so sorry. In his origin story, I forgot about this. Him and his mom have a great conversation oh, yeah. about what, what Tai Chi is supposed to be. Because Jet Li just wants to fight to be the best. And the mom's like, nah, you don't, you don't fight to be the best. Like, you have to fight, like, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're great conversation. It's about respect, right? Yeah, in, in order, and the quote is, in order to, to others to respect you, you must learn how to respect others. And just this, it's real cool to have the mom kind of break it down. This well, it's that right. you learn to fight so you don't have to thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says that, yeah. And then, so then, you know, he he has his daughter, mom's around. We find out that the, the his I'm assuming it's his wife or, or, you know, mother of his child passed away when she was young. So he he really, really like, you know, you, you spoil her too much or whatever. But one thing that he probably loves as much as fighting, it seems like, is fighting and the glory that comes along with being the best. Or he loves the idea of being the best. Mm-hmm. And the town doesn't help that because everywhere he goes is like, yeah, they're just like cheering him. And we get to meet a great little character. It's like the town bum, the town like homeless guy who just says the same thing over and over, but it hits so different every time he says it. Yeah. It's the same line, right? And it's, it's like, it's when that gonna- prototyp- prototypical like sus character that we see in these movies right yeah and he just basically asked him when are you gonna be champion of of this town i forgot the exact name of the town do you remember mm-hmm. Marka? where they're at uh tenjin tenjin it is what today will today be the day but every time he says it especially when it mm-hmm. one of the last times he says it it hits so different super cool super cool just this character that just works um and this man is beating everybody but the first thing we get to see him fight is that childhood enemy the kid that beat him up when he was young and of course, a raised round platform would be good enough. But no, not for these guys. Oh, they yeah, legit way, yeah. fight like on the top of the American Gladiators, like final mission or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's, it's Mount Midoriyama. Yeah. From American, yeah, from American Ninja. Ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fight at the top. And I mean, it's a struggle for him just to get up there, you yeah. know? But it's a great fight. Um, my question about that, and, it, and again, guys, I'm not going to do any of these fights any justice, but. We get uh, Tiger Claw, and he what does he keep calling it? Cat, Cat Claw. Cat Paw is Tiger Claw. Like it's so funny, but we have this great thing where what he does to defeat it is to break his hands. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, right? Because yeah. now, like, how you gonna do your Tiger Claw? If you got little, you, you can't do it no more. And but there's a thing where he not he doesn't try to, but he knocks him off of the platform. I thought that dude was dead. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah, the tr- way he falls, right? The way he lands. I yes, say. but he did not try to kill him. No, no. Doesn't he reach for him too, or yeah. like tries to? Right? Why does it? Why does the story do that? Why not not hit him off the platform, or why not hit him off the platform? Well, I think it's trying to establish early on that he he kind of he wants the glory, but it's getting old. So he's not necessarily wanting to kill everybody. He's just trying to show off, and so it makes there you go. he doesn't know why he's. I don't think he knows why he's doing that. He's like, I don't want you to fall, but I'm not I trying still, to kill I still you. Want. But I'm I like, want to win. I'm just showing. I'm yeah. kicking your ass, dude. I'm still the best. Yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. Okay. And sure enough, man, every time he wins, more disciples, not disciples, but more people come, more students come to his school, right? And they're just like, well, we'll do it for free. And then he, and it's kind of sad because you start, you start right there noticing this dude's a bit of a douche. Yeah. At this point, at this point, I'm, I'm under the impression that this is the guy we see at the very beginning, right? Before it goes back. Mm hmm and spoiler alert it's not it's not yeah mm -hmm. so the progression of character yeah to to the point where we see him in the beginning oh, he has a was, definite arc and, and yeah it was, and, was it, well and it's done. a well-earned arc yeah in the context of the movie mm -hmm. uh this movie is supposedly based on a real person yeah so well if you did not know fists of fury is the sequel to this movie mm-hmm because that is that's Bruce Lee's teacher who, who oh, that's the gets guy that poisoned. Dies? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Fist of You're Fury. Whoa. I what earned to my money today. Pay up, Blown, guys. Pay uh, up. No. <laughs> martial arts movies are badass, bro. You want your little continuity? We fuck everywhere, dog. <laughs> different actors, different before and afters. <laughs> Remember how when he comes home and his 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 bot yeah. or his teacher has been poisoned? Why do you think he was so sad? This bro? is this is him. Whoa! Mine's I need, I need a minute. Blown right now. I need a minute. Um, hey, Marvel started this gangster shit, please. <laughs> but but no, at this point of the movie, I'm like, I don't like this guy. I'm mm, like, yeah. I'm supposed to. I like, I know I'm supposed to like him, and I'm like, oh, he's a jerk. I don't like him. Well, Jim Sun's like, hey, bro, like all your dudes drink, bro, for free. Like, yeah, you gonna give me that money? Like, well, he they're has not even a good. Fat stack of bills, dog. <laughs> like, like. Well, he foreshadows, right? Because he mm -hmm. says they don't even have your back. Like, yeah. what are you like? What are you doing? AKA, who's been there since day one? Doing yes. the homework, bro. Yeah. Me. <laughs> like, you know, and, and I think, and then I completely different type of movie, but the, I like how this is that one story going through the whole thing. And it, again, what I love about those martial art movies is like, they earn everything, right? Like everything is earned in this movie. Fuck. He earns this shit. Like he has to go through the ultimate. Right. So, um, he even, Oh, so then he does this thing where he's like, you know, I'm tired of like, fighting these fools one-on-one -on -one. can you just send everybody and he beats the hell out of about 10 12 dudes i think maybe even more up there but that's like super disrespectful like in any of the movies we watched that 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 is almost like you guys are so beneath me that i'm gonna throw you guys like that's not cool yep. and again that adds to him being a bit of an ass so then we get he kind of gets side note just dude i love jet lee's acting in this movie I, I'm really yeah. impressed by it. Yeah, like you, you don't like him. He does a good it's job for you, like to yeah. not be likable. Yeah, like, so I'll pay it. Don't worry. Yeah. So about the money, I got you. Because we don't get a lot of that sometimes in these movies, right? Like, like it's like they're badass fighters, but they're acting, like, eh. you know, sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. No, I, I think the only uh, really other time that we see him, well, he's the villain in Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah, yeah. And he's not doing much. Best in actor. Terms of acting. Wait, listen. Okay, greatest acting job he ever did. Because you're supposed to believe that that uh, Danny Glover and uh, <laughs> they can get him up. Please, that's the best acting job um, that boy ever did. And I guess he's then he's the villain in the one, the science fiction martial arts movie, where he figures out the multiverse and he he goes to every he goes to every dimension to absorb him, his own power. Ooh, we need to watch that. I don't, I'm not remembering that. But, but, and I'll talk about the scene that really, for me in this movie, just was like, dude, he's, he's doing such a good job. But okay, so then he, one of his students come to him and they're like, hey, oh, cause no, sorry, let's back it up. While he's in a restaurant celebrating after beating everybody. And now he's got like 30 dudes that want to be his students. There's a guy kind of eyeing him in the corner, right? Yeah. A young and kid. He, young kid. And he goes up behind him. Very slick light goes like, you haven't beat Mr. Chin. And he just leaves. 
right? And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what was that? And then just like plants that seed in his head. Like you haven't beat this guy. Right, and then Master Chin's living rent-free in his house. Yeah. Or in his head. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, he's <laughs> rent-free in his head. He owns them now. He owns them. And they start seeing each other around town and they start talking some shit. And there's this great scene with this, with this um, coffin. Yeah. It's really, really cool. They're walking shit. down, they're walking down uh, opposite sides of the street. So imagine a sidewalk, but it's not really a sidewalk. And in between there's these coffins. And so they're talking smack next to each other. And um, is it Chin that starts first? No. No, it's Jet Jelly. Jelly basically pushes the coffin into him. It's like, essentially to me, it's saying like, hey, that's going to be you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, 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 son, this is for you. And then he pushes both the coffin and the lid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of hits him back and it's kind of, ooh, right? But then we, again, now go to his best friend's restaurant. And Chin is celebrating with his family because it's his birthday. It's his birthday. But before that, we find out that one of allegedly, 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 one of his students was beat up by um, uh, Master, Master Chin. Chin. Doesn't really give any reasons why. Just supposedly because... He's his student, right? Well, yes. a bunch of his students show up and they're like, Jimmy got his ass kicked. They're carrying him. Yeah, they're carrying the guy. And they're like, mm-hmm. what? My student? Yeah. Okay. So then he gets to the restaurant. He's sitting there with a freaking just drinking too much. And every time he fights, we see him not go home to his daughter, not go home to his daughter, go party and not go home to his daughter. That cute little girl's just sitting there with her hands in her face. Like, yeah. oh, got heartbreaking, right? Because yeah. you're like, dude, you're effing up, bro. But he's now at the restaurant. He's drinking. He's drunk. He's drunk. He's not drinking. He's drunk. Yeah. The young kid comes over to him and says, hey, man, my uncle says, dude, not today, bro. We're just we're celebrating our birthday, his birthday. Come on. You know? And again, I don't think at this point, I don't think the nephew's a bad dude. I don't think Mr. Chin's a bad dude. I think Mr. Chin is also a fighter and just wants to prove he's the best. And like today, and he's like, it's my birthday, man. Like, relax. Right? So he comes over to him and he tells him like, dude, it's my birthday. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then, Chill up. Yeah. He's like, he's like. You, you hurt my student. It's on. And then, like, he's like, everybody get out. And, and then his friend even comes to him, right? He's like, homie, you got to stop. Bro, this is my establishment, dog. What, what are you doing? This is how I pay the bills, bro. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, then anybody who stays, they're in for it. Or, like, it's their own, like, it's at their mercy or whatever, blah, blah. So everybody's out of this restaurant. And this is a question I have for you, Bark. And I don't know if you noticed this, Enrique. This fight scene especially, and I think purposely, because it's prior to him going through his journey, is a very dark fight scene. Like almost, I felt like that had a horror aspect to it in the sense of, not because it was bloody, just because I felt like the way it was shot and we were seeing the lightning and we were, see- we were hearing the lightning and seeing the flashes and the rain. Was that purposely because he is on, like he's on the, he's in the dark, he's the dark side right now. Yeah. Or is that just visually cool? I don't know. No, no, no. I, I think that there's always a, a directed cinematographer work together to, to, to mood. paint the mood, to create, to visually create this the scene ronnie you has made horror movies he's uh freddy vs jason that's a movie he made mm. uh he made um right of chucky right of chucky mm-hmm. he's done a couple like he's done like a phantom of the opera um where there's very there's kind of these dark evil characters so i think it's very stylistic he's known more for this kinetic action because if you notice the movie moves it moves it doesn't mm-hmm. there, there's there's these scenes where it slows down, but then there's something, there's some sort of action. And so I think that Ronnie, you and I, I forget the cinematography on this, a cinematographer on this, but yeah, you are, he's visually showing you this. He's not in the right mental state, <laughs> right? He might not be the most evil, but he's not in the right visual state and you hear it. Well, all the other the, fights, the mise on scene, all the other fights happen on a, on a stage, let's call yeah. it some, you know, they, they're all different. But it's it's a stage. Yeah. 
This happens where they're tearing up the restaurant and it even moves outside and they're they're everything is everything is getting damaged. So that that gives you the illusion of also like him is just they're just going he's just going crazy. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a self-contained, you know, gentleman's fight, if you want to call it. Yeah. Not what we're not what most of these fights are in this movie. Every know? other fight is right. like, yeah. And um, the cinematographer the cin- was uh, Hang Sang Poon. <gasps> Kung Fu Hustle, um, It Man Two. So he he's done he's done some some big movies for sure. Um, some hits. Yeah, he, he has some hits. He has some hits. So great fight scene, guys. Um, with swords, with well, fists. They, start, they start off with that uh, with that the big chunky sword. I don't know what the name of that yeah, sword is. The Wu Tang Clan sword. <laughs> yes. that's the one they used to have on stage and it has a rings on it yeah yeah because there's this cool scene where jet where jet lee gets like his sword knocked out of his hand and he does this thing where he like loops the rings and he rips some rips it I, just, with his it, fingers it's so cool guys i, I think can't. the the broad sword is called a dao mm-hmm. um and then just because i'm here uh he also uses the chinese straight sword in this movie mm-hmm. which is the jian um, and then he's got a three section staff. The, yes, from 30, Return of Thirty Six Chamber. Yeah, that one's <laughs> called that one's called a Sanju Gwen, okay. Sanju Gun, something like that. Yeah. And the Chinese spear that he uses at the end. Oh yeah, he fights the guy with the spear. Right is a Ching. Yeah, he fights. They use that at the beginning. Yeah, yes, the spear. Yes. Yeah. So end again, beginning. It's all. The same. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. <laughs> the end is the beginning. Beginning is the end. Um, it's a great fight scene, guys. I, I'm just you need to watch it. Um, but. The final, and there's like these pots that get cracked on people's head. It's crazy. But the final punch is fucking scary. It goes through the dude's back. Like, (laughs) like you see the punch thrown and then they show you the back of Master Chin and it pops out. Yeah. Like he, he, it's almost like he transfers all the power of that punch, the the Wushu punch into Chin. And it's like a shockwave. It keeps going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which again. He did the opposite of what his dad did. <laughs> he threw the punch. Mm-hmm. And we see him stumble out of the restaurant. Now all of the students of Master Chin are carrying him out. And like he goes home. No, his students are ecstatic. So they, they he, go a party. They go, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. They continue to party, right? Yeah. yeah one yeah, job yeah. students celebrate yeah. him. Yes, yes. Not Master Chin, but yes. Um, and um cut to a few days later, right? I think it's like the next like, no, morning. Next morning. <laughs> okay. Um, massive hangover, friend. just like yeah, you yeah. just wasted. Yeah, yeah. He's probably still drunk, bro. Not even yeah. hangover status. He's yeah, and still in drunk. this scene, you see him like you, you visually see him like just oh, he vomits. Yeah, yeah, he's like wasted. And yeah. the, all the other scenes when he's drinking, you don't really. He's yeah. happy go lucky, but he's not like this. I he think it's that home. sober up real quick, right? Because he vomits after yeah. after he hears because his best friend tells him, "You killed him, bro. Are you happy now? You're the best." Two hours two hours ago, they pronounced him dead. Yeah, yeah, and he vomits. And he looks up and there's that damn character and he asks him the same question. When are you going to be champion, bro? Is it today? And he just Tianjin? <laughs> champion of Tianjin? Bro, that hits so different than the first time we heard uh-huh. him say it. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. fucking beautiful, bro. And then this is where I like it. I really enjoyed Jet Li. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah. this Yeah, for the next fucking 20 minutes, I thought Jet Li got fucking down. No karate involved. He goes home. Oh. And oh. everybody's fucking dead. Well, no, just everybody who matters is dead. <laughs> His mom's dead, and that cutest little girl you've ever seen dead. And I think the, the saddest part is that he's 
you know, he's getting ready to go to bed oh. and he's like, wait, and he looks over and it's like, oh, what? Mom. Mm-hmm. Mom? Mm-hmm. And she's covered in blood mm-hmm. and he's like, wait, what else happened? Yeah. And he runs out yep. and we've got... And we were all... We, I was saying it. I was like, nah, dog, nah. nah let, no, please no, let her be at it. home at somebody's don't house. Like, don't fucking... And then it fucking stays there. He's holding her in his arms for a fucking long time in this shot, bro. The just daughter. Like, the ah. daughter, yeah. <laughs> They're just done, bro. Done. He still and he still impresses me because then he goes to Chin's house and the nephew's right there and the fuck that's such a great fucking scene. The nephew's there with the with Master Chin's wife and his daughter. Yeah, because they're grieving. Yeah, they're they're grieving, grieving over his dead body. And what happens? And he walks in. Um, Jet Li walks in, ready for war with yeah. a straight sword for revenge. Yes, and the 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 guy, which is uh, is he his nephew? nephew. Yeah, no, that's the Scottson. Oh, I thought he. Oh, he told, he called, okay, I thought he called him uncle. That's why. Sees him walk hey. in and says immediately. He just owns up to it. He's like, "Yeah, it was me." And what he, he says something. He turns else. and he looks at his his aunt, and I'm assuming like. Oh, I, he says, I take I take full responsibility. Yeah. He says something mm-hmm. like that, and he just slices his own neck, yeah. kills himself, and gently looks at this mom and child, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" But he he kind of snaps out of it. And he walks out of this place. And this is where I was like, fuck you, Jet Li, You're awesome. His students come up to him. He's like, tell him the truth. Tell him the truth. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they basically own up to the fact that, yeah, Master Chin beat his ass, bro. Because he fucking did. He, he, uh, he, he basically disrespected his, his concubine. concubine. Yeah. So he beat his ass. And the look that comes over Jet Li. Yeah. He laughed. He's like laughing. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? All this bullshit happened because you lied to me. And he does his facial expression is great. Yeah, I I, I thought he did amazing, bro. Like I was like, good. I, I paused it and I gave a clap for Jet Li's acting right there. I was like, you know, bro, that was badass. I believed every emotion you had in that scene. Like mm-hmm. you weren't even mad. You're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, well, there's so many emotions, emotions going on yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just the the heartbreak of him losing his mom and his yeah. and his daughter, and then. And then seeing what, you know, killing someone, and then revenge, yeah. and then the revenge, like him, like about yeah. to get revenge, and then there's a lot there. <laughs> there's a lot going. The on. The movie could have went to like Fiend, and I would have been that's a great mo- short movie. Like I would have been an amazing fucking movie right there already. Like just like wow, that's a great tale of revenge, right? That's a great uh, Twilight Zone episode. You know what I mean? In the sense, yeah, of, like, it yeah. Because that's what forty minutes, pretty much, or, or maybe less, right? Because we still got all that other stuff. Mm. Well, the end's kind of quick though. The end is kind of quick. So maybe like about 40, 45. Probably, yeah, it's probably that to an hour-ish. I'm already top 10, like easily. It's an amazing first half. It's an amazing first half. And it maybe doesn't finish as strong, but I still think it's very good. Because now this man's on the boat. He's, he's, he's. Well, I I think this is for end of first act. Second act starts with a boat. There's just him on a boat trip. I really like the second act too, guys. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, moon, moon. Moon was awesome. The, sec- um. the second act is 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 beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So he's drifting. He's uh, Jelly is just drifting. Um, I, I guess just seeing how far he can go on that boat, and then I guess something happens to the boat. You know what this reminded me of the, the neighborhood, the village he was in, um, the uh, Kung Fu Panda where they where he meets all the other pandas. To me, it seemed. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's, what yeah. it, that's what it reminded me of. Anyways, going on. To me, it seemed like uh, Hobbiton or Hobbiton. From Lord of the Rings, because mm-hmm. it's all it's very green and there's water and there's like levels mm-hmm. on levels that that, that this, how, this should I go. should I watch Lord of the Rings by the way, son? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Roscoe is not a <laughs> he's not a fantasy fan. Yeah, I don't know. The third one's amazing though. That he's, that war. he stops at Conan. Yeah, <laughs> the Tony fantasy I ever want to watch. Not even but Red Sonia, bro. Yeah, Red Sonia's better. Um, but uh, what's the third one? The, the Return, Return of, the of the King. The Return of the King. That that battle was. Yeah, but I'm not gonna ridiculous. watch the third one and not watch the. No, first no, no, of course, no. I'm just telling you. you, you know, it's worth all. it's worth getting to that third one and watch that. Okay. It is. Right. But so then, um, he's 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 drifting. We don't know where he's at. Yeah, he's stumbling he, across a river. Uh, yes, and then he he like fall. He plunges into the water and deepest then, river I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and then it seems like some sort of tribe finds him because mm-hmm. we don't see the village. Not at all. It's just I think to me I, I'm thinking a tribe like the. Like the Marauders from from our other movie, the the from Hero. Ah, yes, uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. So um, they pull him out, and they're like, "Hey, give him some space. Give him some uh, herbs. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got to give him some medicine. He's mm-hmm. sick. Just give him some space." And when he finally wakes up, he meets a blind girl mm-hmm. or a visually impaired young mm-hmm. lady named uh, Moon. Mm-hmm. And who? Just a little side note: I thought she was blind. Like the way she plays a blind character <laughs> worked yeah. for me. Like <laughs> I, I believed it. Like if that makes any oh, sense, yeah. man. Like she did a very good job just of of, of playing that character or whatever. It was really really cool. Yeah. Um, and like we don't hear him talk for a while. So that's why I thought it was a different tribe because I thought he doesn't understand what they're telling him. Ooh, interesting. Because we're not gonna get that because right. we're getting so. The and, and it might be the case that I, who knows? He's in. Mm. Is he in Western China? Is he close? Is he down? Mm. That's, I, that's so, a question. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so they're just, uh, Moon, uh, the visually impaired uh, young girl, and she's just kind of telling them about the life, her life, what they do in this village. The little kids. The little kids yeah. call them Ox, Ox because he's yeah. been sleeping so long. <laughs> and they just like to take him to go play. Mm-hmm. Catch uh, dragonflies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she has a great line in this uh, in this scene where she says, cry if you cry. And my, and my grandma always told me, because she loses her sight at 13. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that her grandma told her to cry if you're sad. And when there are no more tears, life will go on. I'm just like, yup. It's <laughs> about right. That's about something. Any time I've had to probably cry. It's like at some point in time, dude, you're going to stop, bro. And you're just going to have to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know? So just thought that that was really, really cool. They're washing his hair. They're cleaning them up. He finally kind of comes out a little bit. Oh, she gives him a bath? Yeah. yeah. Which is, uh, hey, all right. But- <laughs> Barker wants a river bath. Is that what we're talking about? She's combing his hair. And she's like, hey, you're... If you don't wash your hair, you're going to get knots in it. But you can untangle knots. It's cool. <laughs> hey, I heard that that Jared Little can't fool. You can get some. You can get some bags over there. Yeah, but you're... you're That's a packing package, dog. You're, you're combing his hair. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, okay. So then um, he... he They sent him to work. And his job is to plant... Um, rice. Rice. Right? And he notices that he's the slowest of the three that are planning and he this then he turns this into a competition he's turning into who he was he needs to be the best rice planter in this town and he starts putting them in right it's they do this real cool thing that it's kind of like it's like it's like everybody yelled out launcher and they all just stand up and they just like and it's just, just like a gust of wind comes through just, they just like, ah. yeah. <laughs> they just, they yeah. just take it in and jelly's like Pfft. And he keeps going, he keeps going. He's like, he doesn't get it. I don't understand why you're doing this. And then he goes to sleep and the little kid comes and wakes him up and is like, dude, moon's replanting everything, okay, I'm not bro. supposed to tell you this, yeah. but you're a dumbass because you can't plant <laughs> rice in a straight line. Yeah, yeah. And moon, who's blind, yeah. is doing your job, you know? Well, fixing his fixing his job. Yeah, fixing his, his mistakes because it, it looks all shitty. Like all the everybody else looks nice. His is all whacked, right? And so very quickly, they're establishing that he's seeing life through other uh, someone else's point of view mm-hmm. he's seeing life through someone that has no eye mm-hmm. eyes to see right 
Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. He's yeah, seeing life through her just, eyes. The, the, this cliche, like, um, stop and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, why? Stop, why and, stop and enjoy the gust yeah. of wind. Just yeah. enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like it. Whether it's, whether it's, it's, um, God's presence or, or, you know, nature, just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so funny. It's one of the notes learns to enjoy the process. Cause he then takes a break and, you know, and enjoys yeah. that. And, he, and, and, and really we see the seasons change. Yeah, yeah. So now we know it's been at least a year. He's been there years. Years, because she 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 says that at some point. Yeah. Like, you've been here for years, and yeah. But I knew one day you would leave. Yeah. So the reason he leaves though is because the grandma talks about it's the day of the dead coming, which was funny. I was watching that on the day, on of, the day dead. of the dead. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Um, and it's like the day of the dead is coming, and you know we need to make be ready to see our families. And I think he finally is like, oh crap, I need to go back and see my family, right? Because he hasn't done that yet. Um, and we get another like tearjerker part of this movie man he has to say bye to moon right and he it's really cool scene um there's nothing it's very sweet it's a very sweet loving scene he promises her to come back does he promise or he says he will i guess the same thing i'll be back as soon as i can something like that so yeah so but she's expecting him to come back or maybe she's not who knows take moon with you man but moon's life is in that village though right or stay with moon because that, they don't establish like a romantic like and to me it seems like oh he loves her though yeah I, does I, he yeah much like um uh, not one thing how but uh Mubai. it's the love word that's never acted we don't we don't talk oh, okay. about it. Mm-hmm. yeah because i guess yeah he, well I, later in the movie he says that right i'm, I'm gonna go like when he's like hey you he can wants run a school to go back right you can run a school right because i'm gonna go back yeah 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 so that's why i thought it was romantic love i thought it was but not that's what I'm saying. Not like gross romantic love. Like legit, he loves this girl. Yeah, but I mean, because you never really see that. You never really see it from that angle. You just see basically her watching over him. Yeah. You know. But if you, there's a, and I think this is a good callback to the conversation that he had, an early conversation he has with his mom. And mm-hmm. she's like, hey, like, why aren't you married again, man? Yeah. And, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. to, to me, him spoiling his daughter seems to me like mom maybe died in childbirth, like very early yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to compensate for mm-hmm. for not her not being there. So he says, "By he gets back to his neighborhood and it's not the same as when he left it. The West is taking over, man. We got camels, we got all kinds of. It's gentrified. Well, yeah, it's it's nineteen oh seven. Shit, gentrified. Um, We've been there. <laughs> There's Starbucks on every corner." <laughs> It's like it's, it just became gentrified. Somebody's walking a little dog. I guarantee you somebody's walking a little dog in that neighborhood. But no, seriously, it, it's it's the West is taking over, right? And and there's those comments that, you know, we've heard in a lot of these movies where they call them the sick men of Asia. Bruce Lee uses that in a lot of his movies too, right? Like, you know, that that's what they're saying about them and so forth and so on. And um, he's walking around town and here's our guy again. Like, you're the, when are you going to be champion of blah, blah? No, now, no, no. Now he pronounced, because the question is always... When are you going to be champion of Tanjin? Okay. And he comes back and it's all. He's back. Your, um, you, the champion of Tanjin. Uh, is back. Okay. Is he's back. back. And, and he's like, wait, well, and he doesn't feel like a hero. He doesn't feel it, like anything. And that's what I'm saying. It's almost sad this time. Mm-hmm. Not as sad as the other time, but it's also very sad this time. Yeah. Because it's kind of like you're the roller skating champ when roller skating's yeah. not cool anymore. You're like, hey, you're here. You're back, fool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, and I think there's you some. You threw four times at your varsity year of, of, of football. Let's go game. In a single game, but like. But I think there's some hope coming from that guy too. Like, oh, you're back. Like, maybe things will get back to. 
I was wondering if it was hobo. I was wondering if it was ridicule. I was thinking about that. I don't know. Oh, I didn't I, get ridicule, but I, I, I feel like, like it was oh, cold. The champ is home. The thing uh, is that, <laughs> that, but again, if you haven't seen the movie, the this character says it the same way. Yeah, yes. he always says it with such enthusiasm. It, it's almost like he's also special needs in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, hey, you're back. Yeah, yeah. it's you. Yeah. It's, but it hits different every hits, time. Yes, yeah, based it's on the, so the cool. scene. Such a I, goddamn that, that that I love that. I love that about this movie. So he's back, and then we get some stuff that oh my god, guys. So we find out that his friend has basically been taking care of his house. Yeah, right. Which is 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 like it's such a good homie, right? He's he's basically been doing that. Well, he paid off, uh, so he, they wouldn't. The lose creditors him. took everything, paying all the debt. Yes. But he saved the house. Yeah. Because I was wondering, I was like, how is everybody still there? Like, you would have thought the house would have got taken over, right? But it's because his friend's been paying for it, right? So, but it's not like you. I would think you'd be like, all right, bro, let me go save. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, thank you, blah blah. He doesn't do that. He because he's because he's ashamed, right? Like of of what he did. So I let's let's kind of go back. Um, um, Wan Jin has learned humility. Yes, he is. He is making amends for everything, for being prideful, for being boastful. Mm-hmm. Right? He is literally the prodigal son returning <laughs> with yeah. his with his uh, tail tucked between his legs. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, because as soon as he walks into the town, isn't there a scene where? Two of his former students see him, oh, yeah, 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 and they're yeah. like, "You're back!" And they start what bowing. What were they doing? I, I was trying to understand. Were they like, like they like were getting security? Like not security, me, they, but they like, like bouncers? bouncers. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, at, the, like at the whole house. Yeah, you got no money. Get out of here. Yeah. And then right away they're like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." Like they like mm. they were embarrassed of what they were doing. Yeah, and and in the beginning of the movie, he would have been he would have like he would have been like, "Yeah, this is this is this is great." Like he would have ate it up, but thought he was and gave me a room in that house. No, but he was when, when his former students were acting like that towards him. He was like, "No, no, get up, get yeah, up!" And it, like, I'm, not wor- like, they, I'm not worthy. Like, you don't need to get do that. that. Give him them. And like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, who is this guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. So then we have a great scene where he he goes and he visits his family. He goes and sees his his mom. He goes and sees you know his his daughter, and, and he says sorry. He just says sorry. And um, oh, that one, I w- I'll admit I was a mess in that scene. Um, I've said multiple times to my wife, I um, need to go back to Mexico because I need to see my grandma because I've not seen my grandma um, and where she passed away and stuff. And um, she never came to my wedding because of like uh, reasons that had to do with the passport. And I'm like, God damn it, I never got my last chance to see my, my grandma. So I'm like, when I go back, it's going to be rough because it's my grandma, my cousin that I need to visit. And I'm just like, when he's doing that, then I'm just like, mm. <laughs> like it's, it's, I mean, this movie hit on multiple levels. You know, oh, well, I, it's crazy. I had just come back from, from the cemetery. Yeah. Day. And Ugh. and yeah. I in many ways I'm envious of the people that were celebrating because I don't get that mm. I don't feel that mm. right I'm just like I can't talk to you Grandpa mm-hmm. where are you at you don't oh you don't get like the, the other little yeah, yeah they, they had a conjunto and they're like para poder llegar a ti tu, 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 tu. <laughs> right there's yeah. there's people just open drinking alcohol and yeah. a little sip for the homie yeah. someone someone was a a reefer addict because they're giving weed to the <laughs> To the thing, I'm like, who's smoking weed? There's little kids here, and then little kids are just running around because they're like, okay. 
It's like I'm so calm right now. Mm. I don't know why, but um, but yeah, but like it's it's a rip, that scene like it, it hit too at that point because I'm just like, dude, he finally is. This is this is the only time he's gonna be able to talk to him. Like like he had to say sorry. Yeah, that's the first people he had to be like because of the way I was because of the way I was before the boastfulness, all that stuff. You you guys are dead. Yeah, you know you can blame it on whatever, but it's because of what I did. Mm-hmm. And um, that was uh, such a good scene. Um, so then we they, okay, so then. So he go, but he starts his school again, right? This this was a quick little. Okay. So would, would no, that be that? Would that be, he, oh, ahead, one one kind of pointed scene is that he knocks on on Master Chin's. Oh yes, ha- the door at his house. Mm-hmm. Yes, he and goes the to wife pay his respects, up, and he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry for what I did. I want to pay my respects." Yeah. And in walks the daughter, yeah. who would have probably been the age of his daughter, yeah. right? And I'm just like, oh, that dude is so good. So freaking good. Oh, such a good scene, too. And they don't even, like, did Darth even say anything to him, huh? No, they just look at each other. They just look at him like, and it's like fades, it's, and it's goes him, to you know, yeah. And it just fades. Ah, oh, so freaking good. But then, so then, okay, would that be the end of, like, the second? I think they're setting, they're not yet, not yet. Okay, okay, okay. I, so uh, he's reading the newspaper, and then this yes. is where the the kind of nationalist mm-hmm. yeah. uh, part comes in, and he sees that China is a laughing stock to the world, mm-hmm. and he has to do something about it. And he sees that there is a competition, or there's a fight in Shanghai. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so he goes and he asks Noon for money mm-hmm. again. Tell between his legs, yeah. it's like, hey, I need you to loan me money. And the first thing Noon asks is, is it for to for, uh, for right. fighting? And he's, uh, yes. But you don't you don't understand why? And he's like, no, I'm not going to give you money for fighting. Mm. But he ends up getting the money from the other schools, or who ends up giving the money from him? No, from him. From, oh, from him still. So, okay, okay. Because okay. so he, he leaves the newspaper, the newspaper for him. Oh, and then he then yes, yes, thank you. Right, the weak man of China, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I get it. This isn't. He thought he was just wanted. This just, isn't a fight for you. For you, yeah. it's this for is all. a fight for us. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Which is is a running theme, and again, in a lot of martial arts movies that we, that we get. Yeah. Which, which again, I, I mean, understandable. So then, um, he fights O'Brien, uh, and it, it's it's like at a circus, like he has that feel to it, right? And um, very very cool fight, but like this fight. He even fights different now. He's not so he he fights more like Ip Man in these in these in now, yes, right? Yes. Where he lets him come to him and he's reacting towards it. And Chelly yep. gets down, bro. He, he's, like, he's learned to be calm, yes. to be still in the wind. Yes. Yes. Use almost more of a Tai Chi style too, right? It feels like a little bit where he's letting him come, using his own force to kind of make him flip over, doing stuff like that. Some great stuff in here. There's one where he grabs one of his leg and he kicks him with the bottom leg. It's visually some amazing fights, fight this fight is. And there's a point where, because this man is so big, like the the ring shifts, because they're fighting in a, in a boxing ring, a wrestling ring. Yes. Um, where you hear more of this old school wrestling when it was actually real wrestling, right? Catch wrestling, as they call it in Japan still. But anyways, the ring shifts and these nails pop out. And there's a point in time where in the end of the fight, this man is about to freaking fall and impale himself in the head, like get killed. And Jet Li saves him. And like O'Brien kind of like realizes what just happened. He goes up to him and he grabs his hand and he raises it. Yeah. And it's victory, right? And it's like, yes, but 
you see a Japanese businessman, uh, I'm assuming like another like American, European businessman or whatever, are all there and they're like, ah, this is bullshit. You know, they're all mad or whatever. And- um, Just lost money. Yeah, exactly. And we see that Jet Li now, because of this, wants to start a new sports academy. Yes. Right? With the help of his friend, they actually start this. And this again, not to be the best, but to promote, they even have a handbook that they write together. And it's like about being, you know, like be, being your best and really, really cool. Everything's cool. Cut to a scene of, of, of like a, like a casino, right? It's not a casino, but it's like a, like a saloon where they're playing cards. Um, and these, all these businessmen are together and they're kind of like, I like the old man that says, I only make bets when I know I'm going to win or I only make safe bets or something like mm. that. Um, which is like, he's the one that ends up, we find out betting for um, Jet Li at the end of the whole thing. But um, they kind of like, let's do this tournament where f he's going to fight for our four best fighters. So we can guarantee that if, when he loses, we can crush their soul. Like we can crush their spirit. We'll take their best fighter and we'll just make them look like an idiot. And and I'm like, this is happening really fast. And I'm like, man, those first two, like the first two parts of this was amazing. And those that fucking tea scene with Tanaka, bro, mm -hmm. was amazeballs. I'd forgotten about that because I forgot how cool Tanaka was. Mm -hmm. Tanaka's him. He just he wants to be well, the best, but he just wants. He wants to fight not to hurt you. He wants to is my respectful style. fighters, yeah. right? Yeah. Is my style better than your style? Yeah. Let's find out. Which is one thing that I, I always heard Bruce Lee was like that. Like he always got into fights, not because he wanted to hurt anybody, but because like, wait, you do what? I'm yeah. gonna see if I can beat you. Right? And even the, and the conversation. First of all, there. Uh, Tanaka scene. Tanaka has three different kinds of tea. Yes, and he's all. Uh, you have to be skilled. You have to be trained in understanding what you know what tea is. It reminded me kind of of, of wine tasting. Mm -hmm. like, well, this has tannins. This has a nutty kind yeah. of taste. And it's like, well, yes, but at the end of the day, they all come from great. They all come from the land mm -hmm. and they're all going to get you drunk. <laughs> yeah. But in this case, it's a tea leaf, right? It's a tea and, leaf. And, yeah, and he's and, like, well, no, they're all grown the same way. Yeah. Right. And, and how can people make a decision of what something tastes like? Because what I'm, I feel is different than what you get. And, and it's cool because Tanaka's like, dude, I never looked at it that way. Like, it's it's such a respectful, like, you could tell they're both like, they're like, all right. And he tries it, and Tanaka tries to kind of call him on his bullshit. And he's like, Yeah, but you fight all the time, mm -hmm. right? You were the best fighter. Mm -hmm. And he's like, uh, Why do you fight? He, no, he says, You have the best, you, you believe your style's the best. He's and like, he's, oh, like, he's like, No, no, no. How, how, how's my style the best? Because I practice my style. I might not even be, be the best in my style. So when I fight somebody else, they might not even be the best. And there's, so this is real, again, uh, just so chill. It's man. Kind of, and it, it, it reminds me a lot of the, the, the Tao of Jeet Kundo. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the art of fighting without fighting. fighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so cool. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I remember this now. This guy, it all kind of clicked in after this. But I was like, dude, that's such a good scene. So then right before he's going to go to this fight, he talks about wanting to go see Moon again. You know, and I'm just like, ugh. Because <laughs> I, I knew what was going to happen next, right? So I was like, ugh. But we get to that last, last fight. And... Like, it's cool because you see Tanaka talk to this businessman. He's like, bro, this isn't fair, dude. Like, what are you doing, bro? He just fought three of the dudes. Like, you know, he it's almost like old school UFC. It's like <laughs> you fought for three hours. And I'm just I just popped in at the very end because the other guy got hurt. Like, yeah, yeah like, yeah, exactly. Right. So he he actually goes to, to Jet Li. He's like, hey, bro, like, you don't have to do this, dog. Like, come on, this is fake. And he's like, no, nah, man, let's go. But again, Jet Li's not even mad. Like, she's like, let's let's figure out who's better, bro. Let's go for this. And as they're having that conversation, sneaky little bastard, um, they switch the tea out and now they've put something which obviously is poison. They're like, you know, Tanaka's like, all right, man, let's go. And they sit down. Well, first, first it's the, the samurai sword versus the triple staff. 
Mm-hmm. So we that's the fight that happens. Yeah. Oh, before the Tanakh. Well, you're right. I'm before, sorry. We get two and then two. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. So we have the fight. Which is a really good fight. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's them, but that's he, round one. That's they, round one. So round one. one of the fight. Sorry. Yes. Triple Staff versus a Samurai, Samurai sword. sword. Great fight. Um, at one point, they end up with each other's <laughs> weapons. Yeah. And they're like, hold on. Let's stop. Here's <laughs> yours. So Here's mine. Yeah. Well, because Tanaka, Tanaka hits himself. Yeah. Like he, he tries to spit. He can't, he he can't control it. And hits him in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love it. Jelly's just kind of like, here, bro. There you go. <laughs> Again, they're just, they're just, they just want to see who's better. And then the round, you know, the round's over. During this, they switch out the tea and then Jelly drinks it. And automatically, bro, we get some wildness, right? And again, love, love this about Tanaka. Tanaka's like, dude, like that. Like, what the hell, bro? Oh, no, no. They start fighting. So they start mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah. Like, round two is a fist fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they end this a great, like you start seeing that, that Jet Li scene blurry. His punches aren't always there. You, you, you Jet know. Li, his, the makeup job on Jet Li, you mm-hmm. see these veins. You yeah, see, yeah, yeah. you the see something. traveling. Yes, through. it's traveling through his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, He's still blocking everything, by the uh, way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but then he pukes black blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we get to this point where like Tanaka can kind of finish him, but he doesn't, right? And like they go to the corner. He calls a timeout. Yeah, he calls a timeout. Why, why don't you do it? And he's just kind of like, but like, you can tell Tanaka wants to smack him, like you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, bro. And like they take Jelly, but let's get you to the hospital. Let's blah blah blah. And he's like, nah, man. Like it's already through me. Yeah, it's 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 done. And if I'm gonna face this, I'm gonna do it with courage. And he gets back in the fucking ring, and people are like going crazy. I was like, ah, you know, like they're losing their mind. And I, again, this movie did such a good job of this. We get to the point where he still can finish the fight. He has the opportunity to cave in Tanaka's chest. Yeah, yeah. And he just stops it. And Tanaka sees, and he walks away. And the guy's like, finish him! And he's like, I lost, bro. He held up right before he hit me. He knew he could have beat me still. He was like, dude was like dying of poison. He, he had the punch. And he like, he, he props to Tanaka. Love this character. Little character, you didn't really get to see much, but I'm talking like he's a Boba Fett of this movie, but like, you know, like he was awesome because you're like, dude, he knew, he realized I lost. He kind of is a Boba Fett of this movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, he's such a badass. I would love to see another movie with that guy because dude, like the guy's like, you're ashamed of Japan. And that fool's like, what? And dude, he was about to beat that fool's ass. He yeah, was so like, angry. He's like, you're a shame you know you're a disgrace to japan yeah exactly dude ah boom 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 the man's dead um ah badass (laughs) anything guys anything i left out anything we left out anything else no this this movie this movie is well paced (sighs) it is action packed it's emotionally packed Mm -hmm. right it's it it punches you in in the (laughs) in the gut in the fields yeah man Yeah, yeah yeah for sure Okay, Abark, would you tell people to watch this? I'm, I'm fucking asking this, but would you want people to would you tell people to watch this movie? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a you watch from start to finish. Yeah, um, Enrique. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, for me. Um, all right, this I'm, is where I'm, it's seeing, get interesting. I'm seeing on the poster huh? his final martial arts epic. Yeah, after this area of 2006, he said, "Hey, uh, in 2006, he said, I, I only want to do what kind of one more big kind of movie, and other stuff after that has not been this sweeping epic." I think he did the, the Yaki Chan Jet Li where the little kid like imagines how he gets transported to their time. Um, uh, before before we go to our rankings, yeah. um, and there's an end scene, not end, end, like end credit scene, but at the end, what what is that scene? Is that just a dream sequence that moves? It's like spiritually they're together, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Too. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he went back to see her. It's like peace, right? Like, yeah. 
from, this from his point of view, from him. I think from both I of their point of views. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Because you see the glow around yeah. him, and the, but you don't see it around her. You saw his aura. Yeah. So his aura was purple. His aura. <laughs> his aura. Yeah. But <laughs> the glow, he got the glow full. Yeah. <laughs> He finally reached that level before yeah. he got the glow. No, but no, yeah, man. Like, I think after this was like the DMX movies, or was that before this? I'm pulling this up. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like this was his last epic. His last Once Upon a Time in China-ish yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, right? Because, yeah. again, this is only an hour of whatever 40 we said, but, dude, it feels epic as hell, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I, it's a, uh, before Hero, he did the one. That was 2001. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, Hero, Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, yeah, dear man. Um, Danny the dog. We gotta watch those, bro. Oh, the what is that one called? Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah, dude, I like that. Uh, one. That's a good Fearless one. Fearless yeah. War with Jason Statham. That's a good movie, bro. That was uh, one of the top action ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he did War. He did Warlords, where it's more of a. It's like 1860. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't um, but would you say that's his last big epic movie? I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm checking uh, Forbidden Kingdom. That's the one oh. with uh, Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in the Mummy. As the Emperor King or the the Dragon Emperor, huh? And then I think, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like they're very, they're not big movies. Uh, Expendables, Badges of Fury, um, One he, Night We Dream. Is he in the? Is he in the new Expendables? He's in. I don't know if he's in four, mm, but he's in all three. So, yeah. so why Fearless? Why, why, why that title? Yeah, is that the uh, Chinese title? First off, I don't, I don't. Uh. Does it translate to Fearless? Well, it's all, like I saw something that it was also called um, the, his Jin, name, his yeah. name, his name. Um, Super Saiyan Martial Arts Day. Because he cause is it that line where he goes, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna like face this, I'm gonna face this without fear. Maybe so fearless. That's very yeah. simple, he says but, that. He yeah, says, he says something okay. along oh, yeah. those lines. Yeah, at the very last, at the very very end. The, uh, the only other title I see is his name. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself makes you fearless. Mm-hmm. I think it's that line, bro. It's a really good line, though. Because like, that's, that's, that's when everybody's like, yeah, they're chanting his name or whatever. Well, I think it's different levels, too, because when he's young, he's fearless, right? For different reasons than point. when he's older and ready to face death. He's always been fearless just for different reasons. Right. So there, there is that. That arc of that. Forgot also. when he's in the when he's when everybody's chanting his name, they do they pan to the crowd and the mom and uh, Master Chin's wife and his daughters are, are there. Oh yeah, that was really cool. I remember that. I was just like, hey, that's cool. <laughs> they were in the crowd like smiling or whatever and clapping, you know, like giving him his props. Okay, so super producer Stevens, holy donkey balls! All right, what are we? What are our top ten? I am this at this point in time right now. Yep. So at number one, you have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. At number two, you have The Raid Redemption. Number three is Fist of Fury. Number four is Clan of the White Lotus. Number five is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Number six is Enter the Dragon. Number seven is Hero. Number eight is the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Number nine is Blade. And number 10 is Ip Man. I hate that Ip Man. Go. I hate sorry. that Ip Man. Mic's, sorry, my mic's away. Like I'm having such feelings with my hands and my face right now, guys. That I had to push my mic away. And he could go. I hate that Ip <laughs> Man's not gonna be in our top ten. I love that movie. Yeah, you did really like that movie. Look, I'm gonna go. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. You didn't straight. have to go first if you didn't want to. But if no, ready, I'll go, go first. I'll go right. first. I'm 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 ready. Um, top three. I can tell you already. Top three. So now now I look at the raid. Just for rewatchable. Like I'll watch this before the raid any day of the week. As much as I love the raid. Okay, so now we're now we're at top two. So now it's between this and Crouching Tiger Hand Dragon for me. 
I'll, I'll watch this before Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> I, I feel like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, as beautiful as it is, mm. it's more of, it's, it's a different type of movie, right? It's different story. Yeah, different story, different type of fighting, mm-hmm. just, you know. Um, yeah, I would watch this. I want to go watch this tonight again. <laughs> I, I want to show this to my kids. Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those for me. There's just so much there. Beautiful. It's just beautiful. Um, it's number one for me. Yeah. Mark, are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Do I like? I'd like that. Enrique said, "Which one can I watch right now?" Mm-hmm. Um, I think Crush <laughs> Black, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. <laughs> Ghostbusters Part Two. <laughs> Not even on this list. No, I I feel that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon makes me mad because you, Zhang Zuyi, you messed up their relationship, right? He finally had the boss yeah. to be like, hey, yeah. you're my girl. I, it's time. And then she messes them up. That dumbass is floating off that mountain. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like I'm going to wish them alive. Or, I, or not. Or I'm not. not. I'm going to wish that I could be in the desert. You look, you had that stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, you know what? Number one. Whoa. So this movie did such a good job of even the different style of his fighting from when we first meet him to when he is who he is at the end. And that's what I loved about Clan of the White Lotus and seeing that dude yeah, try to come progression. back and try to see him. And, then, and this one did that with way more feels. And I had rewatched this movie already a few times prior to this. Crouch Tiger, Dragon Dragon. I think that was the second time I watched this when we watched yeah. it. Because it, it's big and it's a beautiful love story. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, at the end, I was like, like it's up there with I did it. Like, like of ending to me because I'm just like, all right. Where when this ended, I was like, I was spent. <laughs> but in a cool sort of this is what movies do to me when I really enjoy them. Why do I talk so much about movies? Why am I sitting here with you guys spending mm-hmm. once a week talking about the crap we talk about? Because when one does do this, it's fucking awesome. It's awesome to just be like, it's awesome for you to watch to tell you, hey, bro, you good? Because you're going through so much right now in this movie theater. Like, And then I feel that that's how I felt at the end of this movie, man. I was like, I was excited. I was angry. I fucking cried. I was emotional. I felt like he made, I was happy, you know, and yeah. then I was sad again. Like, like there, it was just, just like. There's not many movies where right after you finish watching it immediately, you're like, I want to watch that again. Mm-hmm. It's called Ghostbusters 2, bro. I told you. <laughs> Dang, and, and, and it's like, it's like I'm, ready, electric boogaloo. I'm yeah. ready to watch that again. Yeah. Like, oh, like it was like, a, I had that feeling like, I can't wait to see this again. And, yeah. you, and you nailed it. Like a lot of these movies, like I'm like, ah, my wife wouldn't want to watch that. As much as I love him, which is fine. We, we don't yeah. watch the same type of movies. But I'm like, this one, I'm like, dude, I should watch this with Miriam. Like, yeah. she would have really liked this movie because it's, yeah. it's badass. It's just a good movie. And and not that I needed any more for me to love this movie. But the fact that. <laughs> That's what put it over the top for you. No, it, it was already up there, right? Yeah. But yeah. how much better does that make it that for me? That is the story that. Yeah. Knows, yeah. That yeah. leads to Fist of Fury. Like, yeah, That's badass. <laughs> Yeah. You see why Bruce Lee is a brick at the beginning. This is how important this man was to his country. Like, it's like, you know, losing whoever that person is. Right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm basically I said all that to say um, I'll put it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Super Steven. She already filled it out. Another thing. It's at 10. <laughs> nah, it's a it's a one for me, man. For With sure. all that said, I didn't really feel like I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But right behind Blade. Yeah. But no, really, guys, like, and the fight scenes are 
fucking badass. Like on top of all that, I wanted to ask: Is bad. this the fastest fight scene we've we get in a movie that we've seen so far? It's gotta be right. What do you mean? As far the as speed like, of the fighters? No, or? I guess. I guess how soon um, it came in the movie? Yeah, I guess. Oh, Clan Drun- sorry, Drunken Master was there, and Clan of White, White Lotus, Lotus I guess, there. starts with a fight. Like, there's a few oh, that starts Clan with fighting. Clan of White fighting. Lotus starts at negative one well, second. Even, <laughs> even but, but uh, the, but I would Kung Fu put, Zombie starts like where they're where they're like. Is he, well, I guess it's not really fighting, no, but he's more longer. like dancing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but this is out. different because it's like an actual, like it's like an actual fight. They gave you the, they yeah. gave you the punchline, and they came back to it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The, the kind of the White Lotus is, it's, it's kind of like the, it's just like the, um, the opening credits. But hold on, you know? remember you missed that yeah. when you watched it. You missed the fact that that was killing of their master. I know, I know. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's hard because the things are going on there. It's, where this one's like, okay, here you go. Boom. Now, this feels more like the start of the movie. Yeah. As far as, and, and the others are more like the opening Any credit scenes. I don't think so, right? Well, I'm looking at our list right now. I don't think anything else starts that fast. Because a lot of these movies, the guy's not there yet, right? And like, it doesn't make the other movies worse because of that. No, it's, it's, it's not a normal thing to, to two minutes into a movie, you got like an <laughs> yeah. actual fight scene. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so fight scenes are amazing, guys. Everything's awesome in this movie. It's a one for me for sure, man. Love it. Watch this. Yeah, dude, for sure. I've been, I mean, there's many of you, but you don't listen to it, Enrique. But let, there's many times in this in this podcast where I'm like, is that the one where he fight? Like, I was talking about this <laughs> yeah. movie every damn time. I just forgot which because he has so many that I'm like, is this one fearless or is this one this one? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the one, dude, that I've been, that I've been trying to mention without knowing the damn name of it, of course. But because yeah, it's it's super awesome, super super good movie, man. So please do watch this, guys. It's it's a really good watch. It's enjoyable as heck. Enrique. Oh well, yeah. Before where do they where can they reach us? Uh, Gung Fu Super Bros Pod on Instagram, Gung Fu Super Bros on Twitter and Gmail. Barca, where can they leave us a voicemail? Uh, folks, go to www.gungfusuperbros.com or call our Google Voice number at 661-401-5949. Did we get any strange calls this week, man, or are we good? Uh, we got one more and then it stopped. Hmm. So, hey, man, so just I, let us know, bro. We got them stickers. We'll send them your way. So let yeah. us know what's up, man. Now, next week. Super producer Stevens picked our movie. Uh-oh. Here we go. Ghostbusters I it. 2. Ghostbusters 2. Is this your first, is this your first uh, selection? I, I don't know. Well, I kind of wanted Drunken Master, but I don't know if you guys had mentioned that first or not. I don't remember. Oh, you wanted Drunken Master 2. I can't remember okay. about that one. We'll, we'll give you credit for that one. Well, you can take it. That's a good one, okay. too. Thanks. Um, but we are watching Wheels on Meals. That, that's not before. 1984. Um, it is available on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, and, 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 and so and that's it's that the it? subscription and it's the Prime subscription. So it's on the oh. it's on both. So you okay. can either get it without commercials, I guess, or with okay. some commercials. And this is starring Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. Sam Hung, mm-hmm. and Yoon Bia. So it's the it's their uh-huh. it's their uh, triple threat. I guess you but, but, but this is a comedy. <laughs> it is a comedy. This is a comedy. This is not lying to us like okay. the teacher movie. This is a comedy. This is a comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. but it's got it's got action scenes that rival. Yeah. Um, the last one we saw, Police Story. Yeah. It's Jackie Chan. Where's Jackie Chan? He's doing his thing, and right? Sammo Hung. Unlike and Triple yeah, Threat, that gives us that so dude, and these it guys, doesn't do it. Right? They Go went on. to school together. Okay. So the Have three, we seen him in other stuff? Yeah. We have you, not seen the other guys yet. You saw him, yeah. No, you saw Sammo Hung at the beginning of Adventure of the Dragon. Very little, but he's, oh. a, he's the one that MMA I'm, fights with with um, Bruce Lee. And he does an arm bar on him. It's just re- really quick. at the When they're in their chonies, at the very beginning. You've seen him with Don Johnson. 
Oh, they did have that, that series together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he but you, we haven't really seen them seen yeah. them yet. Okay, okay. This is way more obviously. He's, yeah, he's they're triple threat, right? Like you said. So um, they yeah, went, they went to school this. together and decided to do some movies together. So this is one in a series, or I don't want to say series of movies because they're not tied together, but it's one in a group of movies that they did together. This is part of the Jackie Chan universe. <laughs> I guess if that's is this, is this before or after Police Story. This is after. Okay. So it's coming in hot off the heels of Police Story. Which it was huge, right? So guys, uh, completely different type of movie, but super excited to watch that too. So that will be the one for next week. Uh, Barca, want to say bye? Hey, be good humans, guys. Enrique. Bye. Super producer Stevens. Bye. All right. Love you guys. Remember, my name is Ivan. And competitions can help us uncover our weakness and discover we are our own true enemy.